Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Herridge here with the Daily Beer Investing Podcast. Hope you had a good day today. First, I have to say uh, for all of our BRA uh, members and subscribers here, I know a lot of you listening are involved with us in Lost Soldier Oil and Gas. That's uh, a big uh, oil and gas development uh, or exploration play in just about a couple hours outside of Casper, Wyoming. <clears throat> We've been involved with this for about a year now. We got some big news today. Just uh, communicated that to our folks. Got the Yates decision. This is mo- a momentous day uh, for what looks to be the largest nat gas discovery in at least 20 years and values this company likely at $5 billion plus now. Uh, this is uh, it's a, a pretty stunning turn of events here. Not that we didn't expect it, but until it's real, you know, and based on the lowest, uh, the testing and the decision by the uh, uh, the BLM of Wyoming to grant us the Yates decision, we now have 35,000 acres we control for at least a decade, longer if we keep drilling. Again, it uh, looks to be a, uh, a world-class times many, many Nat Gas Discovery. Congratulations to everybody. We're having a Zoom tomorrow night uh, to uh, have a Zoom celebration uh, for everybody involved. And even if you're not, you should join us. Uh, to find out how you might be able to get involved. I'll leave it at that for now. Again, congratulations, everybody. It's been a fun year, huh? Uh, all right. Um, also, this, uh, before we get to our regular uh, 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 part of the uh, podcast today, earnings just released. Everybody's watching NVIDIA earnings, of course. They came in and beat handily. Estimates uh, were uh, for $3.36 this year in earnings for the quarter. They came in at $4.02 a share, just pretty much smashed. May not have quite beat the whisper number, but again, you never you can't control those, right? Uh, and then uh, the um, revenues uh, estimates for about sixty billion in revenue came in at eighteen billion in revenue for the quarter. And uh, I think if I had to point to one thing that I've seen just so far based on the release, is their estimate for fourth quarter revenue is twenty billion, which is only two billion dollar increase over third quarter. I think that they're lowballing. I think you're going to see that the stock reflect that. Uh, on the news, the stock uh, uh, dropped to 468 uh, from about the $500 level. It's now back over 500, essentially unchanged. Now it is unchanged on the day. Uh, I, I think the stock's going a lot higher. We don't own it. Uh, we have other investments in semiconductors that we like. We like the leverage ETFs. Gives us the same kind of bet, actually better exposure. Frankly, we're making more money in this in, th- in our leveraged semi-ETF that NVIDIA investors are making, and it also gives us diversification because we own a part of all these different semiconductor companies. Of course, the leverage, of course, is what is the sweetener for that uh, with these uh, derivatives that are very cleverly packaged uh, in these uh, in these products. Not for everybody, high risk for sure, uh, but uh, if you're a trend follower and uh, if you're a counterpuncher and if you know how to invest using market timing, and sector timing and sector analysis, that's what we specialize in here, then they can be very, very rewarding. And we've done quite well, uh, frankly, using leverage ETFs over the years. We have, we have the returns to uh, to prove it. All right, folks, uh, let's get to it. Uh, look, I'm going to keep this fairly brief. Look, our markets are extreme. We're bought on steroids. This is our most overbought designation. I'm going to walk you through an analysis of what that means because it's important to understand this. It doesn't mean sell. Uh, we're not. It doesn't mean take profits. We're not. But here, I'll tell you what it does mean. Uh, also, again, we're seeing we're seeing the evolution of a bull of a big, big, big bull market. Okay, and I say that uh, I, I I'm kind of spiking a little bit, 
because there's so many bears out there, perma bears, that I have to waste so much time on because I am active on social media, primarily Twitter. I'm on True Social too, but there's just so many people that are bearish and they flood my uh, comment section and replies and DMs. And for some reason, I'm dumb enough to reply to, to some of these nameless, base, baseless, anonymous people. You know, they don't even go by the real name. I, I, I think that's a, being a, co- a coward, frankly. Like I, I'm all for social media anonymity, right? I'm all for it. Uh, uh, Nikki Haley is a fascist uh, totalitarian for what she said about making sure the government has everybody's handle. You know, that's what she, oh my God, what a horrible candidate she is, right? Uh, just an awful candidate. And uh, DeSantis is going to destroy everybody in Iowa. Just watch, just watch folks. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to beat everybody. Yes, including Trump. But the point is, I'm all for social media, uh, uh, being an honor of social media. I'm all for that. However, if you're going to attack people, like the name calling, the childishness uh, that we see, you know, look, I, I think if you're going to do, if you, if you can't have honest communication and be somewhat, I don't know, uh, gentlemanly about it, or maybe just be a human being, you know, don't hide behind an anonymous account to attack people. Right. Just because you can, because they don't know who you are that I'm not in favor of. And I I probably should block more people. I really don't block people at all. But anyway, the point being, I had to deal with these folks because I'm actually trying to help people. That's what I do. That's why I'm on social media. It's why we do what we do here at the VRA. We love what we do. We've really enjoyed beating the markets year after year. And we like telling other people how to do it. Because uh, there's so many charlatans out there, so many frauds out there, the perma bears that are scam artists, okay? Again, these are list clickbait using list builders. They're not investors. and uh, But people take them seriously because they sound, they're so negative and they sound so smart and they're just exactly wrong all the time because they're not really trying to help anybody. They're trying to scare them. Fear monger. So they'll sign up for their list. That's most of my day when I'm on social media trying to tell people, don't listen to these people. Here are the facts. I'm telling you the facts. I'm giving them to you. You know, I've done this 38 years. You don't have to trust me, but maybe at least take what I'm saying with somewhat of a grain of salt, right? Uh, because what I'm saying is, is that this is an evolution of a bull market. We're in a new bull market of size and scope, as outlined in our book uh, that Tal and I wrote together, The Big Bribe. It's in its infancy. It's going much, much higher. And uh, we're in year two. Year twos have been up 100% of the time since 1952. Average gains about 14%. I happen to think this year two is going to be a substantial year for investors. Again, because there are so many bears. And it, uh, again, we we here's the point. From the birth of quantitative easing, 2008-2009, the leading, the, the, the market tells, the market tells, had been the semiconductors and technology. If you simply follow their direction, the trends that they're on, you know which way to be in this market, bullish or bearish. That's it's it's frankly that simple. Then you throw in a few other things like you know follow the Dow Jones, S P five hundred, Nasdaq, the broad market indexes, but they follow the semiconductors technology as a broad index follows the semis, and then everybody else, the rest of the market follows technology. So that's the connection. And, uh, and again, it's worked like a charm. I, there's been, not been a time it hasn't worked. 
since 2008, 2009. I'm sure at some point that, 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 uh, you know, that, that combination, uh, will stop working. But, you know, uh, repeating patterns are an investor's best friend. So we keep, if it's a repeating pattern that's perfect, you keep using it, right? It's like the Dallas Cowboys. When they play a team with a winning record, you know they're going to lose because they've lost a thousand straight times. <laughs> uh, I got a lot of friends that are Cowboys fans, so I got I got to put that out there. Uh, but again, the repeating pattern is follow tech, follow semis, and you'll do well. Well, what happened yesterday? Semiconductors, SMH, semi ETF, all time high. Not fifty two week high, folks. All time high. Even though our main indexes are anywhere from six to twelve to twenty four percent all time highs. That's Dow Jones, S P five hundred, Nasdaq, and uh, small caps. They're still six to twenty-four percent away from all-time highs. We have all-time highs taking place yesterday in the semis and in the tech ETF symbol XLK. Housing stocks, our other leading indicator, is less than one percent away from an all-time high. So these are the leaders, they're the tells. And this is what's telling us with confidence. Look, obviously there's no guarantees. Come on now, we're all adults, but with confidence is telling us that the broad markets are going to follow. And so that's what I'm saying. That's why we use pullbacks. We keep using pullbacks to buy. Uh, and uh, let me go walk through this with you quickly because this is the uh, VRA analysis uh, of overbought markets because we're overbought right now. We're extreme overbought on steroids. That's where we closed yesterday. Uh, typically, that's a dangerous time to be long. But there's also some other rules to follow. Number one, an overbought market that keeps going higher that's actually the most bullish technical setup possible, not hyperbole. That's a literal statement. When you find an overbought market or stock like NVIDIA that keeps going up, even if it's overbought on steroids like the markets are now, like NVIDIA is now, you just you, that, that tells you it's going to keep going higher. That's the path of least resistance is higher. Very bullish. So that is that's why it also tells us it's still OK to buy here. Probably not the smartest thing you can do. You want to for a little bit of pullback, a bit of a dip. But if you do, you can do a lot worse things because you're, you're going to make money from here anyway. And number two, this is a very, very bullish time frame that we're in. Seasonally speaking, seasonality this year has held up in better than any year that I've been in the business. And now everybody uses it, so it becomes kind of a self-fulfilling – the analytics kind of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. But this time frame specifically right now, the last week in November, is, is the best – one of the best periods to be an investor. It's incredibly bullish into month end. And then we might have a little bit of give back. But again, this is a great time. To, this time frame in general is a great time to be long the market. Um, we do use discipline here. On the daily charts, we're at extreme we're on steroids. That typically means we're due for a bit of a dip, <laughs> a bit of a pullback, a bit of a pause. But that's only on the daily charts. On the weekly charts, there's plenty to run. We use the daily charts for our short-term analysis. For our long, medium-term analysis, we use weekly and then monthly charts for long-term. And again, they are nowhere near extreme overbought. Uh, that tells us longer term, we are in good shape. Again, this is short-term analysis only. Um, also, and this is a big yeah thing. Matter of fact, I know it is. Folks, there's still seven about $7 trillion <clears throat> sitting in U.S. money market accounts right at all-time highs. That's a lot of fuel for the fire, right? So as this bull market starts to convince people, and that's what all top highs will do. It's already starting, right? Sector highs, individual stock highs, Microsoft yesterday all-time high, NVIDIA all-time high. Again, semis, ETF, uh, and, and uh, a tech ETF all-time high yesterday. 
But as the broad markets start to hit all-time high, again, S&P 100 and Dow Jones, 6% away. As they start to hit all-time highs, guess what's going to happen? That, uh, uh, you know, fear and greed, you know, the, the, the fear goes away, and here comes the greed. Trains leaving the station. Everyone is going to be saying it. That's a bit of a problem for me as a contrarian, but still, this is the evolution of a normal bull market. That cash is going to act as fuel for the fire. And so, again, that's that every time we get a pullback, guess what? Some of that cash comes back in. That gives you support. So, again, we're buying dips. That's been our theme since the uh, uh, bear market bottom, October the 13th of last year, as we said, ad nauseum here. Uh, but the markets, the markets are telling us what's happening here. Best discounting mechanism there is. The market's been telling us for some time that the economy's in good shape and the market's going a lot higher. I'll wrap with this before we get to the internals. Uh, this is, it's always good to see this. So we've been calling this the roaring 2020s now for, I don't know, a year, right? Uh, since we wrote our book, uh, and, uh, you know, saying this is a magical, it's a magical time to be an investor. Uh, it's a magical time, honestly, to be an American consumer for all the reasons we talk about here so often. And nobody else is talking about them. Almost nobody else is. So we feel it's our mission to, to educate you and tell you, you know, you're being lied to. <laughs> you are being lied to or just uh, you're, it, it, there's a psyop of negativity. That's what I call it. And so it, I feel like it's my job, after having done this 38 years, uh, to maybe try to be a leader uh, in telling people the truth. Right. Home prices, all time high. Net equity in homes, all time high. Uh, credit scores, all time high. Consumer net worth, all time high. The percentage of people that own their home outright with no debt on it, all-time high. It's one-third of all Americans. I can keep going. Uh, there's just a lot of reasons to be bullish about this economy. Uh, and you're not hearing it in the media. You know, they're talking about things that don't matter, uh, frankly, to the markets. They may matter, but they don't matter to the markets. That's the point I'm making here, okay? We have two Americas. Only one matters to the markets. As cold as that sounds, that is just an investment reality. And I deal in reality. We're here to help you make money. So it sounds cold. I apologize for that. I didn't create it. I'm just telling you the markets don't care. They care about one America. And it's our job to beat the markets, right? So that's why we're putting the truth out there to you. Uh, but Ed Giardini has joined our call. Ed Giardini is a famed long-term economist of note. I'm sure you know his name. You've probably seen him. He's very active out there. And he does good work. Uh, but he joined, he's joined us in calling this the Roaring 2020s. So we welcome them. You know, uh, at some point, and that'll this will probably well, it's going to happen more and more increasingly over the next year. But man, what watch what happens in a couple three years? The the number of people out there that start jumping on our bandwagon and calling this the Roaring Twenty Twenties that's going to become a problem at some point. Uh, and we're going to have a big shakeout at some point. We're no, nowhere near that now, okay, folks? Nowhere near that. But listen, I remember. The 1995 to 2000 uh, uh, dot com melt up pretty well. Uh, took three companies public during a time frame, made a lot of money for our clients. It was a, it was again another magical time to be an investor. Most of these red hot tech stocks now got their genesis from then, and, and most of those companies went out of business then. It, this it was it was the, the the first inning of what we're in now, right? Which is about the fifth inning. Okay, these innings take time to go. Um, to play out. But we had, and I'm working off memory here, we had four from 95 to 2000. We had 
four corrections of well over 10%, right? Even though the, you know, the NASDAQ went 575% in five years, we had big shakeouts, right? We had uh, several that were 10, 15, 18% painful short-term shakeouts. They told people the run was over and never convinced it's over, right? Uh, we had one that was a bear market. NASDAQ lost 31% in just like three months. And then that was the, the final shakeout before the last big parabolic move higher in NASDAQ. So that's my point here. We'll get to where the fear and greed index is back in the 80s, okay? And the AAI investor sentiment survey will be 60% bulls. And the put call ratio will be at 0.5, okay? Uh, it will have all those signs, and everybody will be calling it the, the roaring 20s. We'll have all those signs. And what we'll be doing then is, yeah, we'll be taking some profits. We'll be selling some positions. And then we'll wait for those pullbacks, and then we'll be right back in. And again, I think in this bull market, the pullbacks won't last long. Not at this stage. Not, not, at, the, not at the genesis of this bull market, okay? Uh, but as it, it gets a little longer in the tooth, you know, we'll have some more painful shakeouts. Uh, that's how we see it. And, you know, again, uh, so far we have been right. So we'll keep telling you what we see. And if something changes, of course, we'll let you know. But it's good to see Ed Giardini. I'll read this to you. Um, he said, the bulls are celebrating that inflation should continue to fall. Wait, let me back up. The stock market's vertical rally since October 27th, uh, the melt-up he's talking about, is more consistent with our technology and productivity-led roaring 2020 scenario. And the bulls are celebrating as they should. Uh, uh, inflation's down, I'm kind of paraphrasing, inflation's down, uh, 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 dollars down, economic growth is going to slow, which is what the Fed wanted to see. And it's exactly what's happening because the Fed funds rate is only going to go lower and rates will only go lower. Again, I kind of chopped that up a little bit, but uh, I, I included his exact quote in this morning's very letter. Uh, but anyway, it, uh, that's good to see Ed, Ed join us. So he, well, we respect him and uh, it's, it's good to see him uh, uh, share our views in the roaring 2020s, which is what we are in right now. Enjoy this ride, folks. Uh, this is this is a time it, it pays to be locked in. Locked in, okay? And so it's going to be uh, it can be an interesting uh, few years. All right, um, let's look at the internals. Uh, I'll save some time here because two to ones, two to one negative across the board. Advanced decline, up down volume, uh, almost exactly, frankly, for all of it. Uh, two highs to lows came in slightly. Wait a minute, do we have a win here? Hey, how about that? We had more highs than lows today. That's been a rare occurrence uh, for some time now. Uh, but these internals should continue to get better and better. Uh, of course, we had uh, some breath thrust that took place three weeks ago at the at the beginning of this parabolic move higher. Now we're just seeing an overbought pause. Uh, and uh, who knows with Nvidia, which is now down one and a half percent. I mean, it's nothing, right? Four ninety six. The high was five oh nine. So uh, only down a, a few bucks a share. So volatile, right? Uh, we'll see how the market opens tomorrow. But I can tell you this much: we get much more of a pullback, and of course, we'll be right back in there in parabolic options. Uh, program and with our very portfolio right now we're telling people to use some discipline kind of a wait you know for, for this to come back to us uh sector watch of our 11 sp100 sectors four finished higher seven finished lower not much either way frankly uh to the downside technology down eight tenths one percent real estate down half percent uh to the upside healthcare up up half percent again very quiet day today really 
Uh, not a lot to talk about here. S- semis were down 1.9% today. Some of that is NVIDIA's report, of course, uh, uh, now after hours. But the semis, again, extreme mobile steroids, all-time high yesterday. This is normal action here. Um, let's take a look at the uh, commodities. Uh, dollars down, okay? The dollar, uh, I'm going to write this. I tweeted it today, and I'm going to write this up in the morning uh, for our folks. Uh, the dollar has resumed. It might come as a surprise to some to hear this, but the dollar's in a bear market. And it's been in a long-term bear market. And so it's now resumed. It's bear market moves lower. I'm looking for a sharp move lower in the dollar. Uh, we had an outside, big outside day here. What was that, a couple weeks ago? Uh, we talked about it at the time. And uh, I think the dollar, uh, this is very good news, by the way. Uh, the dollar's been too strong. Uh, and now it's getting weaker. That's fantastic news for precious metals and miners, base metals too. Certainly great news for a, a global multinational companies here in the U.S. And it's also great news for emerging markets, and they've been slaughtered pretty much. So uh, I think uh, I think Chinese tech stocks are going to do really well. Uh, they've kind of just plateaued here, uh, but you know I'm a position builder, so I, I, I like I like buying cheap. Gold today. Uh, up on, on the move lower in dollar and rates again, 10-year now back down to 4.41%. Uh, gold today got, got a little bit of a, a, a pep in its step, up by 1% today, up $20 an ounce, back over $2,000 an ounce, just slightly so. Hit a high today of $2,009 an ounce. Silver, uh, up 9 tenths of 1%. That's up, uh, what, 20 cents an ounce at twenty three eighty. Copper, flat on the day at three eighty a pound. Uh, crude oil. Uh, also flat, down five pennies at seventy-seven seventy-seven a barrel, and finally on the day, Bitcoin down five ninety-eight at thirty-six thousand nine hundred and twenty-eight. Again, congratulations to all our lost soldier oil and gas investors. I think the lives are going to be changed here, and I think I don't think it's an overstatement to say that. Uh, generational. This is generational wealth here, folks, and uh, a lot of work's got to be done, of course. But Today was momentous. Today was a big day for us. We'll see you on that call at Zoom tomorrow night. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night. Uh, Appreciate you listening. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.